Amen. I just really, I'm just kind of watching you guys pray for one another, the connection. Because we all are priests, and what you're doing is carrying one another's needs. Some of you were just praying for folks you, you probably never, never see. Think about that. Lifting the, a need up to a mighty God who's concerned, who cares, who's connected, or maybe desires to be more connected to our lives. Thank you for your participation, but be ready. Scripture speaks about being ready. Whether you think you're in a season uh, for this or for that, it says to be ready. Um, thank you guys for being here this morning. Um, I'm going to ask that Caitlin if uh, she would come. Um, we, we were, uh, as Johnny said, this is the second installment, if, if you will, of, um, of being anchored or setting anchor in 2020. Um, and maybe it's a negative way to begin the, the new year and, and talk about storms and, and, and trials and, and that sort of thing. But, um, but I, I, know, I know what the real reality is. We have things we have to face in this life. We have things that we have to face. Now, certainly, Christ said that. It's written in red in, my, in one of uh, two of my Bibles, that the red ink, if you will. He says, you will, we will have trials in this life. But he said, relax, because I've overcome. <laughs> Be encouraged in that today. And there, uh, there, well, that last song, that, you know, that's got some oil on it. And so when, when something is sang or somebody prophesies a certain word or a certain scripture is read, sink in and grab hold of that thing and, and set a stake in the ground and claim that by faith. Uh, because that's the Holy Spirit ministering to your heart. You might not feel a goosebump, the, the, the hair on your head, and, and, and some of us is not getting, uh, it's not staying too much, and we don't have much left. But you know when the Spirit moves upon you, so grab hold of that in, in that moment. So I'm going to ask uh, Caitlin to read again. It's the same passage as Acts chapter 27. Um, just real quickly, um, Paul's on his way to Rome. This is a, um, this is a cargo vessel hauling wheat. And uh, things are not going quite as planned. And that's what, uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. All right. Acts 27, we're going to read 13 through 29. When a gentle south wind began to blow, they saw their opportunity, so they weighed anchor and sailed along the shore of Crete. Before very long, a wind of hurricane force called the Nor'easter swept down from the island. The ship was caught by the storm and could not head into the wind, so we gave way to it and were driven along. As we passed to the lee of a small island called Cauda, we were hardly able to make the lifeboat secure, so the men hoisted it aboard. Then they, they passed ropes under the ship itself to hold it together because they were afraid they would run aground on the sandbars of Sardis, so they lowered the sea anchor and let the ship be driven along. We took such a violent battering from the storm that the next day they began to throw the cargo overboard. On the third day, they threw the ship's tackle overboard with their own hands. When neither sun nor stars appeared for many days and the storm continued raging, we finally gave up all hope of being saved. After they had gone a long time without food, Paul stood up before them and said, 
Men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete, then you would have spared yourself this damage and loss. But now I urge you to keep up your courage, because not one of you will be lost, only the ship will be destroyed. Last night an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar, and God has graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you. So keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. Nevertheless, we must run aground on some island. On the fourteenth night, we were still being driven across the Adriatic Sea, when about midnight the sailors sensed they were approaching land. They took soundings and found that the water was 120 feet deep. A short time later, they took soundings again and found it was 90 feet deep. Fearing that we would be dashed against the rocks, they dropped four anchors from the stern and played for daylight. This is the reading of God's Word. Thank you for being here today. And just uh, for a point of emphasis, I want to read that last verse again. Acts 27, 29. This is what it says. Fearing we might run aground somewhere on the rocks, they cast four anchors from the stern and wished for daybreak. Being prepped, being ready for the, the rest of uh, 2020, whether it's come hail or high water, whatever the circumstances is, whatever the storm uh, may rage, uh, let's set our anchor properly. Certainly we know that our anchor, and we're going to talk about um, four different ones today, but we know uh, in, in that reading it says that the, the sea anchor, the larger anchor, was already cast. And we know what our larger anchor is. is Christ Jesus, the rock of ages, the solid rock. Praise God. Uh, so let, let's not uh, confuse it with anything I'm getting ready to throw out because uh, I've got four here and we, maybe we could debate about this but these are four angles I think are uh, important for us but last week I spoke about storms I spoke about uh, the possibility of marital storms well, hey we know that's reality um, and there's storms with, with kids or children but certainly really quick on the opposite side of that there are storms with parents as well because uh, it's, it's challenging. These are real kind of both ways uh, to, to the relationships. There are storms of addiction. We, we just had testimony or request of prayer around that. We have stories of abductions. We, we have uh, the storms where um, we're re really one report away from uh, a phone call or a doctor's visit, and it, it will help storms and will rock our worlds, if you know what I'm saying. Some, some are in financial storms. So and that's not an exhaustive list. That's, list. that's just a, a few things. I spoke about, I believe, and, I, and last week, and I believe it's true here today again, there's three categories of people. Either we're just have come out of a storm, we see something on our horizon that we really don't want to deal with, but we're going to have to sail through that bad boy. Uh, and maybe today, right now, that, that you're in a storm, you know, as we, as we speak. Let's remember the, 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 the boat didn't, didn't stay together here. And so it's not, it's not really the boat that's the most important. What's the most important is what is the security? What is the safety? What The safety comes from how well the, the anchor has been uh, lowered and, and set. Um, last week I spoke about how Paul had instructed uh, the, the, the people on the boat to do three things. And I want to 
just not not rehearsing very much, but there's one thing uh, I felt like the Holy Spirit prompted me about. So there was three of them, and I want to kind of go back over the first one again, and then we're going to get to these, these four anchors. I spoke about brace up and cheer up and lighten up as they threw some things uh, off to uh, lighten the, the ship a bit. But in verse 17 of the scripture, it says the Bible declares that they undergirded the ship. And we called that last week, we said, let's brace up. Let's brace up our minds in the word of God. Let's fortify our minds with, with God's word. Because during, uh, during these storms, what, what they would do, the comparison here is there would be uh, the seamen or, or the sailors, they would take cables or either larger ropes and they would tie it off on one side of the boat. They would jump off of the boat, swim under the boat, or the vessel come up the other side and pull it as taut or as tight as they could, and they would tie it off, and they would repeat the process. They would tie off, they would swim under the boat uh, with the, the cable or with the, the uh, large, uh, large rope, and they, what they were doing is trying to fortify and brace it up and make it as strong as, as possible. And for us, how, do, how does that, that tie together? Well, I believe that is a, just an instruction for us to do the same thing. Let's brace up when we see it on the horizon. Maybe we should do it daily, period. But to be prepped, to be ready, to be fortified, to be as strong as we can. So brace up our mind with the Word of God. So this is what I wanted to hit on uh, uh, a, a bit quick. Because we, in a storm, we better think properly. Because we have, in, in our, our thought life, we have some stinking thinking. So we need to take control of our thoughts. And I, I've got some of the exact same verses, and I've added a few verses here to help, uh, help us grab this, this point. 1 Peter chapter 1, it says this, To gird up the loins of your mind, to be sober, and to rest in the hope. Basically, that comes from the revelation of who Jesus Christ is. And... I'll just I'll throw it out here. Some of us really have, need a revelation of who Jesus Christ is in the totality of all of that. But we'll move on. What does even gird up mean? When uh, um, Oriental times, they kind of they didn't dress like we dress. They had a little bit longer garments, and they had, would have a belt, or they would have a, a girdle, and they would tie up the loose ends, and they would tuck it in so they could they could run or get through um, whatever they needed, the, the uh, test or whatever obstacle they may have to climb over. So what it means for us is the loose ends of our thinking, we need to tie them up. We need to gird up our thinking uh, so that we um, we don't get tripped in that. Because what I, this is what I believe. I believe some of our thought processes and some things we do in our lives that we have not submitted to the Lordship of who Jesus to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, nor have we submitted it to what this Word says. Because some of our thinking just doesn't align up uh, with this. So if we don't brace up our mind, we, we will begin to do things we ought not to do. We'll, we'll begin to maybe justify our ba ba bad behavior. We might justify our reaction to other people. We might even uh, justify the, the reports that we hear and we justify the fear. Like, oh my God, I, I, I can't believe I'm facing this. And what happens is if we're not braced up in the Word of God, we just begin to fall, up, fall apart. So my encouragement again today is as we, and some of you have, have probably vowed or have some resolution, hey, I'm going to read the Bible a little bit more, and I'm just going to give you a, a little practical um, application of that. But we, we need God's Word to, to fortify us, to, to uh, encourage us, to bolster us, 
Because whatever the report is, I mean, if we think about it, let's get you the health side of things. Whatever the report is, we're going to live either way. If it's a terminal report from a doctor, right, and we're going to pray for healing. But in Christ Jesus, we live either way. Let's get that through our minds. Sometimes we, 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 walk, we fear what the God wants us to grow through. And we try to pray it away, but God wants us to carry us through somewhere. And I, I think somebody uh, has already quoted you, by his stripes. Grab a hold of that. By his stripes. By his stripes we are healed. There, I, in the, um, <laughs> I mentioned it being married, sometimes the, the, the storms are from, are from children. Because, I mean, they like, I'll, I'll talk to the, the, um, the teachers in the room. Sometimes full moon is a challenging, uh, challenging day at school, right? And uh, they just don't act like you think they ought to act, right? And so we, we, uh, Scripture should come to our minds, just as this is one that, that came, came up. It says, all my children, and some of them, they're biological, sometimes they're not biological, says, all your children will be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. Verses like, no weapons formed against me shall prosper. We're taking every thought captive to the obedience. Because our stinking thinking and the loose ends of our thinking sometimes, whatever the obstacle or the storm is, we exalt that bad boy on top of who God is and who God desires to be in your life at that moment in time. And the storm is overriding really who Jesus Christ is. Scriptures like this should come to mind and bolster our mind and brace up our mind. The joy of the Lord is our strength. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb. And the word of their testimony is in Revelation. It says even unto death. But as we brace up these things and as these, these scriptures should come to our mind, these are the truths that, that we should grab and hold to and undergird us in whatever circumstances will come in 2020. Sometimes we don't feel like there's much to um, build on or we can't see the future. But let verses such as, uh, it's the super, or may, I don't say it's overly quoted, but Jeremiah 29, 11. It doesn't just speak to a future, but it speaks to a future with a hope. And uh, may, may, we, may we seize that. All I'm doing is I'm, I'm, I'm praying for over, over my mind, my well-being during the storms and yours as well. Um, because what, what happens here is sometimes we're not, we're, not, we're not prepared for what we're getting ready to go through. We're just not prepared. And that's why uh, Johnny and I uh, spoke about uh, doing this, this sermon se series. Because if we don't slow down and seize the thoughts of our mind, what will happen? Fear will take over. And worry will take over. And depression will take over. And anxiety will take over. And disappointment will. But we need to brace up our minds. God, help us to brace up our minds. So this is, this is really where it boils down to. I want to go over something really, really practical for probably two or three minutes here. First John, it says this. It says, these things I write to you, or these words, I'm changing, this is Walter's translation, these words I give to you, that your joy may be full. Because our, our joy is coming from uh, our, you know, where we're at. Because our joy is not going to come from a worship student or, or some kind of playlist that we've downloaded over time. Our joy comes from the Word. So, uh, quick, uh, just quick example here. 
and then we'll we'll go to uh, to the anchor here. So what what I've got? Let me find my Bible. I'm not going to ask for a show of hands, but I, I promise if we took a poll, there's some that's in the room today. Welcome to my little world. We've got a little desk here. And um, I've got my coffee here. Got, and it really, this is not a prop, this is real. Let me make sure I've got my ink pen here. I do. Some of you have decided you want to read more of God's Word and draw near to God. The equation is, so the verse is, draw near to God and He will draw near or not to you, right? So just some practical things because we want to be wise with our time. Some may get what I'm getting ready to do says, I don't have time for that. I'll just remind everyone, we all get paid the same thing. We get all get paid the same thing. We get all get paid 24-7. Now, maybe we can check out a little bit if we're sick and um, we're on medication and we can't focus, but everybody gets paid the same way. So, real quickly, um, I, did, I, I set up this desk because I think you should find a place to get away. Um, I did this yesterday, just like I'm getting ready to go through you. I did it in, in my, um, my recliner. It doesn't have, I'm just saying, find a place to consume God's Word. The, the, this is what I was prompted with. I threw out a lot of scriptures while uh, last week. I threw out a lot of scriptures just then. But if we don't know God's Word, it, it doesn't come so easy, right? The Holy Spirit wants to communicate with each one of us uh, in, in the Spirit. And now, there's nothing wrong with the phone or the, the, your tablet, and you, you, have, you want to Google what's the top verses on joy or whatever. But if you have the Word of God already in here, hide, may I hide your Word in my heart that I might not sin against you. That, just, that doesn't just happen. It takes investment. Okay, so real quick. Take your phone or a clock on the wall. Okay, I'm, I'm telling you from experience, do not use your phone to set the time. As far as just right now, it's 11.45. Yes, I know what time it is, and I'm going to probably go another... 25 minutes from whenever I stand up. I'm just letting you know. I know what time it is. Don't use your phone to keep up keep up with your 15 minutes or your 30 minutes. Because some are not ready to start at 30 minutes, but this is what I believe we should do. Set your, your timer for whatever length of time you're going to do so it's uninterrupted. Have everything here. Have God's Word here. Have a pen here. Have a piece of paper here. To, to write it down, and uh, and again, don't use your phone. Don't check text messages. It's fine if you want to listen to a little bit of music, but do not use your phone to check your time because what will happen, this bad boy or bad girl, whatever it is, it will get you distracted. All of a sudden, you'll pick it up. I'm telling you, I've, I've, I've done it, so I'm trying not to do it. Uh, it might be on the desk so I hear my timer go off, but... We'll start, oh man, uh, look at the time just to see how long I'm in. And then there's two text messages here already. Or, oh man, I should have checked that email last night. And what you'll do, instead of investing in your quiet time with God, you get distracted. That's what the enemy desires to do. So just, if you're not used to this, I, I would um, suggest maybe going to, um, there's, most months has 30 or 31. Go to Proverbs. There's one per day. 
And what I try to do for at, at least half the time, at least half the time, I read. Uh, start with a proverb, and we'll, please don't just flip your Bible open. We don't do books that way. How many just flip a book up and you start reading? How many do that? Nobody does that. So whatever book it is, start at the beginning. Okay? And I'm not saying God can't communicate. God, I need your word and I need something for today. You flip it open. But start, let's, let's go with um, um, Proverbs and then go from there. And then just settle yourself down. God is wanting, he's going to talk, speak to you through this word. We, that's what it's called, right? God's word. But and as you read through, don't it's not time to do any research. If something flares up in a word you might not know, or something that kind of uh, part of a, a phrase kind of encourages you, just jot it down. Just jot it down. I could go back. I'm not going to take time to do that. Uh, I, I, like the other day, I just wrote the word proclaim. Um, take up his cross. That was uh, another out of Matthew. So, and then in part of this time. Just ask God to speak to you and, and begin to write a prayer out to, to finish up your time. I'm trying to help you today. Because if you're not if you're not intentional, if we're not intentional, we won't get this into our hearts. And it's hard for when we're when, when we're in a storm and um, when, when we're in a storm, um, it's hard for us to be girded up in our minds if we don't know any Bible verses. And I don't want to assume that, that we they're just downloaded from heaven. We it's got to come in somehow or another. And I'm I'm encouraging you, let's read God's word, and I'm encouraging you to find a spot away from distractions. And please make sure you do not use your cell phone unless it's turned upside down and you've got your 15-minute set or your 30-minute set or your hour set. Do not use the phone as a distraction. Okay? Amen. I got I got a witness. He <laughs> said that they cast out um, four anchors. Let me finish my last note here on this. I wrote, "Let's brace up. Let's brace up because God's word keeps our mind and our soul and our emotion." Full of joy. It's nothing. It's not a worship CD, and I'm not casting uh, anything against a, a worship CD or, CD or playlist. It's the Word of God that uh, is our foundation. So let's uh, let's move on. Uh, one more time on the, the anchors. This is, it says, fearing that they may run aground somewhere on the rocks, they cast four anchors from the stern and wished for daybreak. We have an anchor that is stronger than all the lies. Stronger than all the temptations, stronger than anything our enemy will cast at us. And even the things that we've created in our own life, we have an anchor stronger than that. They did several things, um, but to, to get to this point, but what they did when they had basically, they had done all that they knew to do. This is they just dropped four anchors. I'll tell you a real quick story. There's a story uh, by, it's in one of uh, Max Licato's books. It happened in uh, 1979, and there was uh, four college guys, and they were staying uh, down on the Miami River, and um, there was a storm, an imminent storm coming, and uh, it was Hurricane David. 
And actually, many of you guys would know Max Licato. He was actually one of the guys uh, staying on this houseboat. And uh, not knowing any better, uh, a little bit of inexperience around the water and maybe novices uh, around boat or boats, uh, they began to do the best they could. They were tying off cables and ropes. They were running long cables up uh, to the shoreline and, and uh, bracing up against trees and tying to the deck and, uh, and the, the dock there. And then an old kind of leathery, you know, older man came by and he said, guys, you're making a mistake. He said, uh, what you're, you're, you're trying to anchor to, he said, that's going to be your, the demise of your boat. He says, the only, um, really the only survival or only possibility of this riding out is to go out to the ocean. And he says, anchor deep, throwing off uh, four anchors in each direction, kind of like a story today. And he says, come back in uh, to safety and pray. And so um, as we go through these four, certainly that's what we have to do. We have to anchor ourselves intentionally. We have to anchor ourselves in God. Um, that's what we must do. So for the first one is the anchor of purpose. Thank you for having that up there. And I just say we have to get anchored. We have to get anchored in God's purpose for our life. And we must... Maybe we understand, and sometimes I think we do, sometimes I, I don't know if we do, but there's a purpose for our life. There's a, there's a purpose, um, it, whatever is going on, it, it don't stop the storm from coming, but we know there's purpose. And Now, our purpose, it precedes everything about us. It precedes our, uh, the purpose in you. It precedes our um, conception. It um, precedes our, our, our birth date. Uh, everything and what storm that we may be even born into it will have it, our, our purpose is not subject to to those storms and what God means God God has a, a, a meaning and a, a, a deepness there that you're here I'm here for a reason and may we understand that we're not just going through life and having to face storms we're here for a reason and uh, God God got you here let's understand that you were a work God fashioned you, your, your mom and dad, you came through your mom and dad, but God got you here. It's God's plan for you to be here. And, uh, and now, if we think about it, just step back real quick. You're here, and your input, and your opinion, it didn't have anything to do with it. It's all about God. Praise God. And what, whatever he has put in you, it's unstoppable. No matter what comes, if we're in the will of God, it is unstoppable. And this is a, a, a kind of rough paraphrase out of Jeremiah. But while you were in your mother's womb, I was forming you. I was forming your life. I wrote down setting your personality, creating your destiny, shaping you. What family you're going to be born into. The capacity of uh, you being intellectual. Your intellectual. I'll just, let, just, uh, I'll just uh, kill that word. Um, so God has crafted all that. He, he, we, we're talking about introverts and uh, extroverts and uh, uh, the one in the middle. Uh, God set all that in place. He, he, he set us, were we, were we going to be a private person? Were we going to be a public person? God has ordained all of that. He, he, uh, he crafted us. Could, you know, I could go, hey, who can sing? Who can write and I, what, whatever, whatever some of the gifts are, it, all that came from God. All that came from God and His purpose in all that. God, God knew what He had to do to shape you 
for you to accomplish the assignment and the purpose for your life. And for us, when we're going through a storm, we got to realize we have a purpose. There's a reason for us to be here. And, I'll, I'll, and I'm just saying in life, and I'll, I'll step over to here. There's a reason for you to be in this house of worship. And I, I hope somebody can connect with that thought uh, process. But focus, may we focus on what is ahead of us and not a focus so much on what we're facing and the storm that we're facing. Because distraction and our enemy desires to keep us looking at the things and the thing uh, at the storm and the things are not bright in our life and the things that are challenging in our life. But the champions in faith, the people who we might look to as some kind of super saint or, or whatever, we they have to focus on what they're going to, not what they're facing. Look at that, hey, I'm going to we walk through the valley of the we're, it's going to the other side. And we got that part of what you drop anchor for is, is your purpose. This is a, the writer of Hebrews says this, fixing your eyes on Jesus, the pioneer, the perfecter of our faith. And it goes to speak about the joy that's set before him to endure the, the cross. What, what, is that, what does that language even mean? Because the storm of Friday, I believe Christ was looking beyond that. Because Sunday's coming, baby. It's coming. The, the resurrection, and not just his resurrection, but it, it, because of faith, it, it, it get, gets passed on to us. Glory to God. May we under, and that, that goes back to what I said earlier, as, as, uh, this is not in the notes, but sometimes we need to real, truly have a revelation of who Jesus Christ is. I mean, a full revelation. So, so God, download that to us. But this is what I put down. Drop the anchor of purpose. God has called me. And then, I, I'm not just saying me. This is what you should say to yourself to build yourself up when, you, when we're facing storms. God has called me over your marriage. God has put us together. God gave me this business. God gave me this job. God is for me, not against me. There's a divine purpose. May, may we understand there's a divine purpose of our life, for our life. And maybe we focus on the shore and what God, the promises there and not the storm. I'm making it through. I'm going through. And Jeremiah 1 again says, I was there. Before you were conceived, I knew you. Think about that just for a fraction of a second. Before you were formed, I knew you. It's referenced in uh, Acts about David. David's, uh, the, the reference to David says, And now when David served God's purpose for his generation, basically said he went to be with his fathers. Let me say it again. Now when David had served God's purpose in his own generation, God designed, God ordained each one of you to be here in 2020. To be here in Eastern North Carolina. And I'm going to say this to each one of you. You, listen to me. You, younger ones, older ones, whoever the older one, oldest ones in here. I'm looking at every one of you. I'm trying to, up there in the sound room. You do not have a right to die until you complete your assignment and your purpose of why God has set you here. You don't have, a, you don't have the right to quit the race 
of faith until you, well, you, you never quit, but we, we don't have a right to quit because there's a, an assignment in your life and some of us in here need to drop our anchor in the, the storms and say, hey, Walter, I'm tired. I'm just tired of the things I have to face every day. I'm tired of trying. I'm tired of the, maybe the foolishness of, uh, at work. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of the things that's being demanded of me. I'm, I'm tired of trying that you're telling me to grow. I'm tired of growing. I'm tired of the storms. If we are anchored, if we understand that we have a purpose, not that the Holy Spirit will rise up in us and say, no, 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 what are you doing? No, 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 no wandering this way. We can't, we can't do this. And that the verses will start to rise up in you, strengthen what remains. The verses I have already quoted a couple of times, I paraphrased a couple of times. Before I knew you, no, I'm saying, before you were formed, I knew you. You were ordained for this. Uh, later on, Jeremiah it, it writes about himself. And may we understand that. And when we understand that we do have a purpose, we do, well, I'll call it an assignment, we see things a, a little bit differently. There, there's, there should be times, we, we know what, we know what um, anchors are for, right? It's to keep us safe. Now, I, I brought one, uh, I brought one with me. This is um this is actually from from Robin's dad. It was passed on, on to her, but it's been used many a time. And um, I didn't take this old rope off because the things that I'm I'm talking about here is really nothing new. If you think about it, hundreds, thousands, millions of people have used these exact same. Uh, anchors of things that we're going through to get them through life, a successful spiritual life. But what do you what do you do with uh, with the anchor? You don't really have to cast it. You just you have to drop. So they drop four anchors. What do you see? I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna wrap myself real quick with this. Now, a storm, even when we have set anchor, we're going to get blown around a bit, right? Yes? Yeah, it, it, but, but what happens is that when we, if we drop our anchor of purpose and we start drifting, because we all, we all drift, that anchor will let you know, no, 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 it, 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 it'll, it'll, it'll pull. It'll pull you and, you, and you'll feel it. You'll feel it when, when it's, uh, it's tugging against you. And, and what some, I think what some people need to realize they need to drop their anchor of purpose so we don't, so we don't drift too far. Because what I want you to do from this day forward, from this day forward, I want you to understand how important your, purpose, your anchor of purpose is so it will keep you aligned with what God's will is in your life. Because if we don't really know that we have a, a purpose and assignment, this, help, this helps hold me and keeps me directed into God's assignment for, for my life.
You've got a purpose. We have a purpose. May your purpose, and maybe you're sitting in here, and I don't even know what that is, but I believe your purpose and that the Spirit of God is rising up in you, and uh, you, you, uh, you understand that. The, no, the second one is the anchor of courage. And when you're, you're in a storm, we need to courage up. There's four times in the first chapter of, uh, of Joshua, four times, he says, be of good courage. Be of good courage. Be of good courage. Because we, we don't need to whine through the middle of storms. That's not, that's not what we need to do. We need to stand up in the storm and, and say, Jesus is with me in this moment in time. And yes, I, I'm facing something, but I'm going to go through. I'm going to go through this. Uh, I'm, I might be grieving. I might be hurting. I may be broken. I might even feel devastated. But I'm going through because one or two things are going to happen. One or two. The storm is going to make us uh, um, uh, wither up. Or we are going to sense the abiding peace of God. And that courage will, if we've dropped anchor, that courage will rise up. One of the verses that uh, came to me is, let, let faith arise and his enemies be scattered. If God be for me, who can be against me? I'm going through. Courage. Courage is the ability to maybe finish a race when we know we're in last place, if you know what I mean. Because we don't always win. Um, some that do obstacle courses, I'm not casting stones, whatever. But we don't always win. But we need, to, we need courage to, to finish whatever assignment we've got. Courage might be to the parents where they, their kid wants to start dating this particular person. And they really want to date this particular person. But you know, down deep, the parent feels something down deep. That just something's not right about this. I just don't think it's going to end well when it's, it's standing up. And, uh, and having a good conversation. You might feel a danger in it. Courage is forgiving a friend that has really hurt your feelings or, or, or maybe has let you down. Courage is loving a husband when he, he, he is really messed up, maybe morally, maybe it's financially, and he, he made this investment and he, he really messed it up, if you know what I'm saying. And the, the, the same is true on the other side. Courage is a, a husband Forgiving his spouse when she's had a moral failure or that she's made a bad investment or whatever. Courage is not allowing cancer, whatever sickness, to steal your joy, to rob the, the smile. Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I know I've got the face treatment. That, that's, not, that's not the plan I want. But God has a plan to strengthen us. We talked about the, the, how trees were uh, last week in the biosphere. But drop the, your anchor of courage. Drop your anchor of purpose. My God is greater. Maybe you get in that my God is greater than the storm. God, my God is greater than, the, um, than the, the challenges that I have. And my destiny, my purpose is greater. God is going to take me to the other side. Not to be consumed with the storm, but that I'm going through. Courage is trying again. Courage is what we need. God give us courage for whatever lies Ahead of it. Give me a second, please.
Courage is not the absence of a fear. The courage is understanding that I'm going to go through, I'm going to face what is in front of me, even though there may be um, challenge and fear there, but I'm not afraid to go because I know who holds my hand. I know who my anchor is, and I'm just encouraging today to drop this anchor, uh, these anchors that as we go through. The next one is the anchor of worship. Um, and again, I, I've got trying to start most of these off. We cannot whine in our storms. We can, but we're not doing it well if we're whining. We can't whine and worship God at the same time. Just at the moment when you, you, you're feeling sorry for yourself, again, brace, brace up your mind. Because sometimes we don't, let's be honest, we don't feel like maybe lifting our hands. Yes, that's scriptural. When we're faith, because we're consumed with what we're in. But verses such as, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise, and I'm, I, I thought it just, I will bless the Lord at all times. Now you know what that means? This is, this is in the Hebrew. You know what that means in the Hebrew? It means all the time. It's the same. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be on no, no, no matter no, no, the, the anchors will keep us and keep our thinking and, and help us to tie up the loose ends of our thinking and keep us directed because if, if we don't feel tug of, of our anchors we will drift too far and we'll drift to destruction but we're, but we're in the middle of it uh, of, of prayer and, and of worship and, and going through a storm may we understand it's not about the storm it's still about him it's all about Him. He is the sovereign one. He is the one that we worship. And may our, our purpose rise up. May our assignment rise, uh, rise up. Whatever, the, whatever it is, when we, may, may we understand we, we got a call and may we stay focused. We were created for this. Tie yourself to worship. Not a song set on a Sunday morning. Tie yourself up to the anchor of worship. Because a worship leader or whoever's playing an acoustic or a keyboard or the drums or whatever is not always with you. You can't really wait to Sunday. You need to be able, I mean, hey, praise God for uh, playlists. Praise God. But this, sometimes a song the song should rise up, and it might be a new song. Whatever, if you're facing hell, you're facing turbulence, and you're scared to death, may a song arise. I will bless the Lord at all times. May his praise continually be upon my lips. God help us. So, yeah, I don't know where this wind, this wind came from. It was kind of rough last night in my house. I don't know where the, the, this wind of turbulence can't, has hit my life. I don't know why the waves are so high. I don't know why I had to deal with this tempest. But let, I could go off into uh, to another scripture that just came to do. May we understand we don't always need the storm to dissipate. We don't always need to pray for the peace to come to the storm. We need to pray, God, give me the grace to dance in my storm. Give me grace and, and not to give up. 
God, give me grace to, to, uh, to sing in the storm. God, give me grace to, to lift my hands up and, and pray through the storm. And, and not, God, give me grace to, to shout uh, and, and lift my hands. And I am a worshiper. Let, let the worshipers arise and his enemies be scattered. And for we have to be, for this to take place, I'm just telling you, you can uh, like this sermon, not like this sermon. You might think it's the best one or the worst one I've ever done. I don't really care. Just so you hear me, I don't really care. But the, the only way, my, my thing fell off. No, it didn't. There it goes. Uh, the only way that what I'm talking about it will be successful in your spiritual walk is if you invest time in this little book right here. It's the, the all-time bestseller. You know that, but there's a lot of them that's got dust on them. And, and for some of you, you need to... I'm not, I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm trying to stretch it. Some of you need to go home and blow the dust off. <clears throat> Let me get another sip of coffee. May God help us to, um, to be able to praise Him, to be able to worship Him, no matter what comes our way. Because sometimes we think everything should be slick, water skin conditions. And we start to point, I can't believe you allowed this to happen. My God, I don't, I don't even want to call you my God. You blew this. You blew it. And when that begins to happen, Look, let's, let's not all act all saintly. Let's, let's, let's not act that like it's all right, because we know we do that at times. Because it wasn't the, the gameplay went different than the way we wanted it to go. And when we do that, you have loose ends in your thinking, because you have not spent quality time with God on a personal level. I'll leave it like that. This is what I wrote. I wrote, he's the captain of the sea. And then this, this song kind of pops up, you know. Because we're, we're, we're all speaking about worship here. And this, um, this kind of dates me right here. I, I wrote, um, put your hand in the hand of the man who steal the water. Y'all remember that? Put your hand in the hand of the man who calmed the sea. That's who he is. That's who we serve. May we learn to drop these anchors, each one of them. I think it's a cool song when I listened to it and thought about it a little, little bit. Run this horse says this, yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God. Our worship totally, our worship totally should be vested in that we've got a good good father not that I've had a good good day and if it didn't rain on my parade I caught a bunch of fish everything's right with my family he's a good good father this is what I wrote some days you must sing through the tears some days we must dance despite the pain some days we rejoice because people left 
And sometimes we rejoice when people came. Whatever we do, we do not quit. No matter what comes. Because sometimes it's a miracle. And the miracle takes place and all is well in our household. But sometimes the storyline doesn't go the way we want it to go. That doesn't change a thing about our God. He still cares and He still has fashioned us for an assignment. Let me finish this right here. Some days we rejoice because people came. Oh, 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 no. Because worship should be our anchor of our soul. That's what should keep us vertical and functioning. May we not lose sight of that. I wrote another verse down that came. Lift your eyes to the hills. Because that's where our help comes from. God help us. Set your anchor in worship. And just real quickly. Father, I ask that you would, not just for a sermon point here, but I ask that this, the worshipers would arise. I ask that there would be a, a spirit of, of worship and intercession to blanket this, um, this, uh, this campus like never before. God, I just pray, even as I pray, that the, that, that mantle would, uh, would drop on people today. Um, and, and God, you, you know the assignments as, uh, as you give them out in the name of Jesus. The last one that I put was to be anchored in the house of God. You have to be anchored to the house of God. Now, last week I shared a story about four football players that had gone offshore, two NFL players, two collegiate players, and the three out of the four died. Three out of four died uh, because of one reason. Uh, uh, see? If we're anchored properly, we'll feel, we'll feel tugs. We'll, and and it'll, it'll keep, keep us adjusted, keep us from, from drifting too far. But four, three out of the four died for one reason. And it was because that boat was improperly anchored. Now, please hear, hear me on, on this. All of us, all of us will drift. Every one of us. So, so what, what the things I'm going to say, please don't uh, think I'm trying to look down at some, some perch and, and looking down my nose at you. But, but there's always times when uh, of a prayer fasting. If, if this uh, thing here is God, I, you know, if I've been fasting and praying, I, I feel close to God. You know what I'm saying? But there's some mornings, some days when maybe I didn't have time for my devotion or I forgot my devotion. And maybe, maybe we feel, you know, we feel adrift or whatever. Maybe there's some days that we feel distracted or, or we feel disappointed in the, stump, the, the storms that would come, come our way. And we find, we find ourselves kind of on, on, a, on a drift or on a float. But if we're anchored right, it, it'll catch us. It, it won't, it won't, it won't, it won't, and I, that's about, I'm about to turn it over, but I can, I can feel it pulling, pulling against me, and I want to, I want to come back a, a little bit, a little bit closer, but as I reflect through this sermon, and I reflect through about my life, um, there's things that, that I, I wonder, I wonder why um, some of the people I went to college and high school with, I wonder why I didn't get caught up in the same things that they got caught up in. And please, you know, real quickly, I, I was not, not an angel, even though I know my mom I thought I was an angel or something. But I, was, I wasn't an angel. I've shared part of my, my testimony. But well, why was I really captured in drugs? And, you know, some of the young ones might think, yeah, drugs back when you were a kid. Yeah, we had drugs, you know, plenty of uh, marijuana around, speed, 
A purple marker dot is plenty, plenty, plenty of stuff. But why? Why did I get captured? Why did I get hooked on, on alcohol? Uh, why am I not, I'm not a, a stat being in a prison or a, um, a, 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 um, a jail or something? And I just got to reflect back in it. I mean, even times I didn't want to come, my mom and my dad, and maybe roots from my, my grandparents, they, they brought me to church. They took me to church, and there wasn't much excuse not to come to church. And um, They anchored my life, and I, I thank you. Uh, they anchored my life in this solid rock, Christ Jesus. And um, I, I think the message on this one is for, for some of us, uh, and, and, and I'm talking about right now, um, you need to make a decision to really anchor your life in the house of God. Um, some we we can make different excuses of why we don't come as often as as uh, as we we do. And I know some of you are preaching to the choir, but this is what I wrote: God will not give us a gift to take us away from Him. Learn how to anchor your family in the house of God. And I believe that it's learned. It's a, it's a development of a habit. And you may start to drift, but that, I'm telling you that, you know, um, the anchor will catch you. And it, it'll, you know, you start going, and, and that anchor, that spirit, I believe it's the Holy Spirit, he said, whoa, 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 you know, well, where, where are you, what are you trying to do? You know, why, why have you gone, you know, missing them, whatever. But if we can ever be awakened if we can ever be awakened that we understand we've got a purpose, if we can ever understand that it should be worship and word inside of us, and if we can ever get connected truly to a house of God, if we ever start to, to wander or to, to drift, that anchor will, will kind of catch us. And I'll, I'll quickly say now, if, if you're walking into a, a place of temptation, uh, and I'm not even, you know, necessarily talking about missing church or whatever. But if we if we walk into a, a place of temptation and there's no there's no ooh, there's no uh, there's no pullback from the anchor because that the anchor is really the Holy Spirit pulling you back. Hey, don't whoa 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 don't go there. If you don't have that tug, I would seriously revisit back to whenever you thought you were saved. Because if we don't have a tug of the Holy Spirit, I would really like to have a conversation about that. But guys, if, if we're improperly anchored, that, that puts us at risk. So, some all. Some people will anchor themselves around their friends sometimes. That we will anchor around possessions. But... Today, I'm asking you to really anchor yourself with these things. The house of God is the one when I'm here. I'm just, I'm going to look at you and as, as um, loving and as compassionate as, as I can. I'm just going to tell you that today needs to be the day that your casual relationship with God has come to an end. You need, we need, to be anchored for whatever comes. And maybe nothing does come, but I, I think things will come. You need, some of you need to say, my casual relationship with this house of worship is over.
and come come close to God. My last verse for the day is Psalm Psalm seventy three. It's it's about David, and he speaks about, hey man, I would have quit, I would have given up, I would have thrown in a towel. He says, but I stepped in into the, your sanctuary, and I saw God at work, and it changed my life. I fought, felt God, I felt that the assignment, I felt uh, the scripture speaks about his final uh, destiny, and so that anchor held him because he stepped into the sanctuary. Guys, last week or yesterday we had some. You know, rougher wind than I want to see. Now I didn't go to this, but there's there's a thing called PDS, potentially dangerous storms or situations. And some of you will face PDSs, and it may be this year. And I'm telling you, when you face those things, we need to be anchored. Now we could go through a debate with it, or, or is it those those four that, that I, I went across? Or is it, is it something else? But we need, we need to set anchor in, in God, God's Word, which is bracing up our mind. And these four that I've gone through, I'm not, I'm not going to rehearse them. I'm going to ask if you would stand with me at this time. Trying to untie my knot that I tore tied. That's funny. I might have to cut it. Guys, I know these two sermons, I know they are meant for people. I know the presence of God is here. And I know that um, there's many questions uh, we could ask ourselves about am I anchored properly? But what about our lives? What about our marriages? What 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 keeps them on track? Or maybe what causes them to go go off track? And the right answer, the quick answer is we we've got to be anchored properly. 